Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Well, we have uh, flood warnings here in Fairfield County. Hope everyone out there within earshot of this is safe, wherever you may be. Hope you're having a great day, and I hope you have a great weekend. I have to say, my weekend was kind of in the bed sick. Um, I Crazy as it may sound, I'm allergic to junk food. It's sad. I'm not happy about that. I just had some chocolate, and it was really good expensive 90% cocoa chocolate candy bar and it just did me in. I get the worst allergic reaction when I eat junk food. Oh gosh, if you're eating, if you stop eating junk food, just know your body's not going to ever let you eat it again. So my, my, my message is to you, don't stop eating that junk food. I don't care what all those health people say. <laughs> but anyway, I can't even cheat these days. But today I want to talk about, just recently I heard, I listened to Focus on the Family, and they had an interview with one of my favorite coaches. I think it was done two years before he died, Coach Wooden. He was a basketball coach for UCLA. Now, the reason why I like this guy is he didn't look at coach, he's a teacher, first of all. He was at at the college, he was a professor or whatever. But I like the way he thought, you know, like, for instance, he gave an example. Um, one of the guys said, oh, you know, the coaches today, they're they get so excited on the sidelines. How come you didn't? And I like the way coach wouldn't put it. He says, listen, I don't know if what they're doing is wrong and what I did was right. He said, I only thought about one thing. If I'm telling my guys to be in control, what would I look like on the sideline getting out of control? He says, believe me, I had ways of reprimanding them when they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. He said, it's called the bench. I'd sit them down on it and I'd let them sit there. And I liked his style. The way he was, he was supportive. He looked at his coaching position as something to teach and motivate and to make men great and better. And I have to say, that's what really a good leader does. That's what a real good coach will do for you. That's who your parents, any of your support team should do for you. Nobody knows what the future's gonna gonna bring. So for anybody to sit out there and somebody comes to you with a plan, because you can't see their vision, the saddest thing for me, whether you're a teacher or parent or anybody, projecting onto them your fears, your concerns. Now, if you wanna give criticism based on what your experience is, or you wanna critique it a little bit, or if they even ask you. See, my thing is this. If someone's not asking me what I think about their plans, their life, or whatever, I listen. Because I don't know what the future holds for you. And I have to say that that is the, the, the most important point in any position you take. For me, it was my mom. I'm telling you, I went through some horrific things. And my mom was just always there to support me. I've had bosses in my life who supported me as well. And I've named one of them. I've also had my boss, one of my other favorite bosses. Her name is Susan. And she lives in New Jersey these days. But I love Susan. We had the same personality as far as, you know, we could get excited with each other. And I remember one time we had this real go at it. And I kind of blacked out and was very rude to her. And later on, I had to come back and say, Susan, I'm so sorry. I never should have yelled at you. But she and I had that run in and then we became the besties. To this day, I, I consider her to be one of my, my good bosses. But what I loved about Susan, she seemed to just accept me the way I was as well. And whenever there was conflict and issues in line, I am not an easy person to manage. I know that because back then, especially, I miss know it all. But Susan would just 
get excited, listen to me. I get excited. We listen to each other. But we, we always, I always just came back to the point, I, I dislike Susan. I just love Susan. And even to this day, I love Susan. Susan Shapiro, there you go. How are you doing? One of my other good bosses. And taught me a lot about the, the um, at the time I was working for a company called Oakwood Worldwide. Fascinating industry. And it was for temporary housing for people who were the expatriates or people who are relocating. She taught me a lot about that industry. She knew a lot about it. She came up. She became a district manager. Now she has her own delicatessen. Susan is a true businesswoman. She has had to raise her children, uh, develop a business, uh, relocate. I mean, her life has changed. And Susan was just, she's so much fun. I don't know. I just enjoyed Susan, I have to say. And I'm going to continue to talk about the bosses and leaders in my life who I felt made me a better person. And Susan was definitely one of those people. And at the same time, I was working with a person by Jean, the name of Jean Ann. Jean Ann, I loved her sales. Uh, and I was like the inside salesperson and she was the outside. I loved the way Jean Ann was and the way she she collected and got her, 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 her contacts and made her business grow. Once again, I'm in the midst of two very powerful women, and I know I'm powerful too, but we all enjoy, at least I did, the interaction. And I also had my Pamela, who was also very strong-willed, and I loved her too. We were in a dynamic office. I think several times in the Northeast, we were like number one. I even won a, a trip to Hawaii. But because we, we had our conflict, we bump heads, but we when it came to coming... When it came to coming together as a team, we were able to do it. And, and we had a couple other personalities that came our way and got involved. But we worked together as a team. And that's truly what it takes. And not everybody can do that. I realize that. I'll be honest with you. I could never be a coach. I could never be a manager. Because I don't have that ability. I'm always going. And, and I'm just, I'm going 100 miles an hour. And I don't have time to pick you up and take you with me. I have to be honest with you. And it takes my husband to calm me down, my daughter to calm me down, my sons uh, to, to help me recognize you're going a, a million miles an hour. My sister Anita. Because I just start going. And I don't even sometimes listen to my body. I think it takes a person to be a good coach, a good teacher. You have to think about that other person before you think about yourself. I think when you're, when you're trying to imagine what's best for someone, I think you really have to forget about yourself. I know for me, the ultimate leader, the best leader for me has always been Jesus Christ. My favorite line is when he, the scripture, is when he was talking to the woman at the well. I mean, that's the best story I think I've ever heard about someone talking to someone else Knowing who he was, but never making her feel inferior, he really just listened to this woman. And, and honestly, once I read that scripture, I honestly started applying that to my sales and my, when I was dealing with my clients. I really started using that philosophy. I'm not here to tell you what you need. I'm here to find out if I can help you. I'm here to find out if we can do business together. And guess what? If your answer is no, no hard feelings. I mean, maybe you might know somebody and maybe your word will just, because I, I let you say no to me and I was okay with that. Maybe you'll tell somebody about me. And let me tell you, in the 20 something years I was doing business, that always happened to me. And, and some, some uh, positions, I was not a hard salesperson. I was just a sales and marketing person. 
but I always got compliments on how I allowed my clients or my customers or my relationships to be just who they were. So I just want to end this with, I want to thank all my bosses who taught me how to do that. And again, I'm talking about Linda, I'm talking about Susan, and there are others who helped me develop into the, the leader I wanted to be. But my, ultimately, my ultimate coach, first of all, like I told you, and leader is Jesus Christ. The second one for me is Coach Wooden. He was the best. If you don't know anything about Coach Wooden, he loved quotes. He, he, the way he co- coached his teams. I'm just right now, I'm in a, in a Coach Wooden era. And anything I can see and hear about him. So if you don't know who he is, just Google him. You'll find out this, is, this was a great man. So I just want to end it with thank you so much for listening to me today. I know I've gone on on several different topics. But basically, if you're a coach, be a good one. If you're a parent, be a supportive one. If you're anybody in a relationship, let's just love everybody. Thank you so much for listening to me today, and you have a great day. This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. Thank you for listening.